Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Winners of the East London Challenge Cup soon after their formation in 1885. The old Millwall Rovers are now known to their roaring supporters as the last. Ladies and gentlemen, broadcasting from beautiful South Bermondsey, this is Octon Millwall. Hello dear listeners, welcome to this special edition of Akdong Millwall. I am standing in the Players' Tunnel. This is the Lion's Den, can you hear the echo? I'm here with Mickey Simpson, fan on the board. Say hello to the listeners, Mickey. Hello listeners. We're just looking in the home dressing room, all empty at the moment. It's, um, it's a weird experience, that's the home dressing room, look at that. You can't see it dear listeners, I can. All the inspirational quotes have gone, but Holloway wasted all that money <laughs> putting in, you see. They're all, they're all gone. They're all gone. It's been whitewashed over. <laughs> There's a lion. That's all we need to know. No inspirational quotes. So yeah, one of the players has got one of his one of his kids' um, drawings. It's like uh, there's actually there's a couple. There's a couple. I'm just looking in here. There's um, to Steve, my favourite player, love Bella, Bella Rose. And there's like a nice kind of My Little Pony, uh, multicoloured uh, mane and tail. Uh, that's got to be Steve Morrison by the looks of the haircut on on that depiction of him. And then there's uh, Lee Gregory, with his, uh, I take it, a young fan, Lee, and some nice pictures by um, Bella Rose again. She's clearly a fan of Morrison and Gregory up front. And then over here, Jordan Archer has got another good luck from Bella Rose, Mick. She's, she's um, prolific, isn't she, Bella Rose? And there's a nice picture, <laughs> there's a nice picture of Jordan Archer in goal wearing a blue shirt, because clearly that's, that's, what, that's what we want to see our goalkeepers wearing. So there we are. There's a home dressing room. There's the uh, the equipment and the. Uh, I feel like I'm intruding on someone's um, private domain here. Isn't it? We'll leave it. Anyway, we're going to walk down the tunnel now, Mick. Thank you for the invite to um, come and see the ground today. No, you're all right, mate. It's, uh, I think it's. Yeah, I've been down here a few times, especially on match day. Yeah. And even without match day, you come down and you get that strange feeling. It's, it is strange. It's like the knees knees twitch a bit, and you and, yeah. and you don't realise what's what. I mean. When, when we done the poppies, we were down here, um, when we done the remembrance, and I was standing at the back yeah. uh, with Billy from yeah. the press, yeah. and um, and actually seeing the players come out and, and the pre-match ritual, what Neil does with his players, right. 
and literally every single one gets a shake on the hand, gets a couple of words in their ear, right. big pat on the back and all that, and off they go. And every single one, even even the ones on sub, even the ones that aren't playing, what come out for the dressing room, he does that to every single one of them. Fantastic. And you just see that camaraderie between him and the players, and it just sort of, you think, oh, and, and, and it gets the hairs up on the arm. And then you come down here, and then all of a sudden, literally, you get to where you can hear the noise. Yeah. But as the players come out, if you come out just behind them, and the roar suddenly goes off, it's just immense. Oh, absolutely. I mean, we, I don't, we said before, and I don't think, as a fan, you, you quite appreciate the, um, the noise. I mean, at this level, as you walk out through the tunnel, we're just going underneath the blue pull-out um, the security screen they pull out occasionally. Chap doing a bit of hoovering, so apologies for that in front of me. Um, and here we are, out into the den. Um, empty today. But on a on a you know on a match day, this is this is this this is immense, isn't it? I mean, the noise hits you like a wall. I think you, you said to me last time. Yeah, I didn't think you? yeah, it gets. I think it's that deep that it just gets to the soul. Um, it goes right into your bones, and you just don't realize. I mean, even in here now, I mean, obviously we've got the maintenance and the ground staff and that doing what they're doing. Yeah. But the sheer size of this place, when it's empty. Is overpowering, isn't it? It is huge. Well, we're, we're, in, we're actually in the manager's dugout, the home manager's dugout, I hasten to add. So I'm actually sat sitting, I imagine, where Neil would sit himself on a match day. Um, so ground level, um, four stands all empty. I, I, I still admire this ground, Nick. I mean, I was here for the very first game in um, 1993. You know, next year is the 25th anniversary, isn't it, believe it or not? 25 years of my life gone there, mate. Yeah. I remember well. Uh, watched century. it. <laughs> Thank you, enough. <laughs> Watched it being built, but I, I remember, if you want one word, when I first came into this ground, uh, 1993 versus Sporting Lisbon, was an overwhelming sense of wonder and pride. Pride, probably the best word I'd come up with, because the idea that we could do this, and Millwall could do this, um, state-of-the-art at the time. It was state-of-the-art, it was the first ground after Hillsborough, wasn't it? So, um, Absolutely. it was the first full all-seater stadium after Hillsborough. I don't think, you know, with a lot of stadiums you have restricted views, but realistically, apart from the ones behind the dugout, yeah. um, but probably when they were built, they probably didn't have this waterproof cover on. The seats right behind the dugout are fantastic for abusing opposition managers. Yeah, banging on the, banging yeah. on the roof and abusing the opposition I managers. Bet, I bet we can we could probably name who sits there. You can't, you can't see much of the game, but some people don't come here for that, do they necessarily? No, no it's... Um, it's a I unique it, stadium. Uh, in modern football, full, it's a unique stadium. Once it's full, this place is... Absolutely rocking. That's a little bit better. Come away from the, the man doing the hoovering down. He's doing his job. Got some ground staff on the pitch. The pitch looks immaculate out there, Mick. Doesn't it? I mean, given that it's now it's a cold November afternoon, we're standing in the empty stadium. The lights are out. But the pitch looks fantastic. They've got these um, growth lights. Yeah. Um, yeah. I suppose what you I'm might grow gonna... your own cannabis with or something like that. Uh, you can't no, comment. I'm not going to make a comment, a comment on that, but <laughs> uh, they probably are, you know, the lights of hydroponic lights and stuff, you know, or, or what they'd use. They're not hydroponic because that's obviously the growing system, but yeah. they are the lights and, and whatnot. But no, the pitch, considering it's November, is, is very, um, very clean, very lined. I mean, you see the chalk lines lined up in the middle. It's funny, I, I came here, I'm meeting Mickey on a, on a weekday afternoon to, um, just to talk a little bit about. Um, the fan on the board role and things generally at the club, but I, I, I've come by public transport, dear listeners. So I've, I've got off the 53 bus down the bottom end of Ilderton Road, right by the old the Chinese Elvis, which oh, doesn't, yeah, 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 doesn't yeah. exist anymore. 
Um, but it was, it's hard walking along the Alderton Road. You go past what was the back entrance to the old den. Uh, many, many listeners to this show will remember it well. Um, and the den had a famous quote about it. It was like a, a lair, like a place where you went in and you were entrapped. And this is a modern stadium. We're just saying state of the art. But there's still a sense of um, something of the old, um, the old the old menace of the old ground still. I, I still feel it whenever I come here. It's, um, it's beautiful, but it's a, there's an edge to the place. I think there is an edge. I think it's when you walk, especially on a, you know, some of those pictures, what we what we've done during the AMS campaign yeah. with the, the fog yeah. and all yeah. of that lot sitting there. Yeah. I think that as soon as you walk up Zampa Road or you walk up, you know, the Alderton or you come around Colblow Lane and as soon as you walk up into the here, it suddenly, it just changes. You, it's you, atmospheric. Yeah, you suddenly walk in. It's done it, it, better more so than when you walk to other grounds. It's like, yeah. you know, when you go to Fulham, etc., or, or, or Brentford, etc., etc. It's very much in a town and it's done. Here is very much industrialised, but it's in the middle of a... Hemmed in, in by railway lines. Yeah. The old ground yeah. was hemmed in by railway lines. This, this remains so... Oh, look, train going yeah. past now. Yeah, so there it is. Southern Railway going past over the back there, over the back of the Salachi um, scoreboard. The railways is done is what the commercial team's done now is on the front, on the on the Zampa Road as you come yeah. in. They've got a massive great banner on the, um, the rear wall. Scaffolding firm. Yeah, big, I think they're, they're high-reach firm, yeah. But, yeah. you know, they've gone in and done it, they've taken it. There's a load more. Yeah. And hopefully... Because um, the big thing was always advertising done. on the back of the, of yeah. the stand over there. But, I'm, you know, believe it or not, there's more trains this side than there is that side. The Croydon line. Yeah, yeah, there's side, more yeah. trains on this side where that banner's gone up. But, again, there's another banner there. And hopefully, you know, going forward, you'll get more people going. I think I think now the, the commercial team um, here with Jimmy, yeah. uh, Davina, and obviously Stuart are, are actually looking at doing more commercial deals, getting getting more involved, getting, you know, more money for the sponsors, more, more deals for the sponsors and, and getting people in. The two main sponsors now are both Millwall boys. Yeah. Um, they're Millwall fans. They're cracking on. The Sellers Timber, again, is a Millwall fan, even though it's Sellers. Um, but I think, no, it's good. You know, Dean Wilson, again, Millwall. You know, most of these TW drainers, again, Millwall. Most of the people now... A Millwall, the South London Press again is obviously the media. It's this idea of Millwall family, isn't it? I, mean, it, I think it, it is. I, I, you know, we, we say it and we throw that word around a little bit, but it's real. Um, you know, we don't always, uh, sometimes a dysfunctional one, but it's a Millwall family. You know you know? I, I, yeah, and I think that to a degree, I think we helped reignite that with the CPO campaign. I think yeah. we helped reignite, you know, what we are a family. We, you know, we're not probably the best behaved family in the world. But then again, most families aren't. You know, you've always got the uncle at Christmas who drinks too much of the cherry brandy and, and behaves like a fool. Um, and I think that's, you know, pretty much that's what we are. We are what we are. Um, you know, as a, as, a, as a slogan says, no one likes us, we don't care. But it's ours. Do you know what I mean? It's our Absolutely. special club. There's a few things I wanted to ask you about today. Um, is it six months you've been in the role now, Mick? Thereabouts, isn't it? Near enough. Six yeah, months yeah, as fan on the board. Yeah, April-ish. Um, start of the season was August, so officially since August, so it's, it's been three months there, but in theory, since Peter, it was around the AGM sort of time, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. I mean, before the playoffs. I mean, Peter brought a unique style to it. I, I've got a huge amount of respect for Peter. He actually, he actually beat me in the, uh, I've never forgotten it, Peter, if you're listening, um, in the first election back in 2006, very different time, chaotic period in the club's history. And... He brought a real sense of... He created the role almost single-handed, and I, I take my hat off to him because that was no easy task, and he, he did a fantastic job of that. 
Yeah, I think you're, you're going to look at that as well. Is at the time when he was here, you had obviously he was unfortunate to have quite a serious illness, yeah. uh, quite a lot of personal issues, issues going on, yeah, and he's still, you know, he's still come through. And I mean, I, I think what he did was immense on taking the position forward, made it accountable, made it um, that the board listened to it. Hence why, um, when I was speaking to people from the board before, obviously I officially went on on to be fan of the board that you know they were quite excited with the times ahead because me and Pete want the same things but we mm. do things slightly different. Pete is a lot more not in your face. Yeah. Um I'm not in your face in a in, in an aggressive that. way. But I'm more <laughs> yeah well yeah. I think it's I'm more in your face as in I, I I think the way technology's moved is it's a lot more fluid, fast acting, responsive yeah, communication path. It's a different um, world, isn't it? Um, well, look at what we learned on the, on the CPO. We learned all about that. We took yeah. it to the mass, yeah. and it was highly successful. Yeah. Um, you know, we got it worldwide. Yeah. We got it in most yeah. national newspapers. Yeah. We got it talked about on radio stations. You know, I mean, obviously, the club, we, it was good because coming into Fan on the Board, and obviously now where, obviously, I'm Fan on the Board sort of inside uh, inside the camp, as in before when we were AMS, we didn't really have any dealing with the no, club at all. No, no, it was an unofficial thing. Yeah. An eye-opening thing. I've never really dabbled in the world of um, social media mm. as a tool, as a as a weapon. You might call it. Um, oh, yeah, definitely. It you, was you, definitely you, a secret you, weapon. You've done a little bit in the past. Yeah, I've done I've done bits with. I'm not going to name the, uh, no. but a large housing association and a couple of other bits and pieces on on an estate I used to live in. What Talk was, about a hospital campaign. What was, you, you yeah, we've done we done that. We, you know, I, I I weren't massively involved in that. I mean, the, the biggest thing that probably people would know before any of this was the bail hostel. A few years okay. back, yeah, what yeah, was going to yeah. be opened up near um, PC World, okay. on the corner of PC World, yeah, yeah, yeah. they were looking to move a, there's a bail hostel right next to Ellsbury, right. um, and no one really knows, but they have a, a high percentage of sex offenders and rapists and all that, and what they wanted to do was move it, get it away from there, because they were building up the houses, yeah, so they wanted yeah. to be able to sell the property, so, relocate it so they wanted else. to relocate it onto our borough, and we're like, going, well hang on, look, none of the schools are being... No. question, none of that. So I took it and sort of brought it into the Millwall um, status and basically going, do you want do you want a bail hostel right next to Millwall? Who does? And obviously the yeah. Millwall fans reacted in the way Millwall fans would. Um, <laughs> yeah. And the council basically, in fact the council, Southwark Council, Fiona at Southwark Council, who was, who was head at the time, she pretty much called my campaign a guerrilla warfare. Um, guerrilla warfare. That's a guerrilla warfare or social media attack. Well, let's be honest. Um, um, so, yeah. And that's what we did too. We did precisely yeah. that. I yeah. mean, and it was interesting. I, I've never been involved in anything like that before, but it's a massive lesson. Guerrilla warfare is a good expression because it was multi-prongs of attack. Everyone brought something different to the... To it was the, relentless. And it was relentless. But everything we put out was fact. Facts and facts. And, and they and did not like it, um, no. as, as they used to say. No. Um, um, you know, the, the, the constant stream of documentation and um, associated slogan money, in the tweet, the money, the, 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 the murkiness of, of renewal. Um, I, I worked it out at one point, but the experts what we had on board with AMS, so um, our finance guy, the yeah. security guys, yeah, yeah. The, the accountants, the, 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 the forensic accountant, the legal advice, everything else we had. We worked it out that realistically we weren't we weren't really exaggerating when we were saying between five and ten grand a day to keep that team running, Absolutely. and they gave us all their services for I nothing. I think this is a point. I mean, it may have been made previous. I want to make it again now. The quality of personnel, uh, and I'm going to exclude myself. I just bring me to the to the table. Oh, yeah. 
Um, but the quality of personnel in that, Nick, was, was quite something. I mean, the research, some of the documents that were obtained. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, let's, let's, let's I mean, you were, in the, you were in the inner part and you've seen stuff that still hasn't come out yeah. that we're saving for the next round as such. But the information we got, I mean, we travelled far and wide. Absolutely. You know, we had people... Isle of Man, Virgin Islands. contacts in the British Virgin Islands. Yeah, it went we, as far we, as it can yeah. go, short of being a state agency yeah, yeah. in pursuit Pretty of a much, criminal yeah. matter. We had, we had everything. Which this isn't. No. I mean, it's, it's a dispute. Yeah, it? I mean, it's not, you know, is there anything to do? No, I don't think there is. I think it's just people have done what they can um, legally, and unfortunately it just doesn't, you know, it doesn't make 100% when you look at it. But you've got to look at the facts. The fact is, is that if something happens on our doorstep here, potentially we are at risk. Well, we and if we, we hadn't the fault, because how would you, you know, realistically, if a tower block's going to go start being built where the community centre is now or in the car park, all of a sudden we're restricted getting to and from the ground. And if I was JB and, and Steve and everyone else, I'd be like, I can't really focus a business on now. I've got to look at, you know, potentially a contingency plan of what's going to happen if we're there. And if that means because of that we have to move... Well, then they have to look at that. The club don't announce things like we're looking at relocation lightly. I mean, no, no business sets that out as a... Uh, it's, no, it's not a good thing to be talking about. No. And, and the mere fact is that, you know, the building on the, um, on the car park, the, um, the giveaway that Lewisham were, were, were contemplating to, to renewal, put our club in jeopardy. Uh, the point I want to dwell on, if I, if I may, is the... The, the, the kind of guerrilla campaign, I like that expression, I'm going to use it again, the guerrilla campaign that we waged was probably an example of what the fans, a fans group can do in specific circumstances, yeah. an unusual set of circumstances, yeah. but it was probably the first time I've ever seen any Millwall fan group motivate people with a, with a direction and, um, and a real purpose. It was, the it was numbers. We were numbers, millions, were, yeah. millions of, of views. I mean, your, your tweets I mean, on the, millions. On the, on the prime... On a prime level, at, at the set process in the key times, I mean, you've seen them. We were looking at three, four million um, exposures. What for a tiny group where we had a handful of people? You know, I mean, we're looking at probably ten, maybe twelve people max, yeah. and we were taking on big boys. I mean, how many PR companies tried to take us on? Well, Norris's one, as well. Uh, you know, communications. You know, they tried to take us on, and, and we were fluid. If, if we went one way and we thought, right, they're trying to block us there, we literally turned 360 and we went a completely different opposite way. We had hundreds, if not thousands, of Millwall fans who suddenly take the fight up mm. on everything what we'd have. They'd ask us, what do you want us to do? So we forward some documents so they can sit there and attack, and the, we can attack. The mere retweet, the spreading of the word, yeah, yeah. it was like a, a viral um, yeah, yeah, yeah. approach. Yeah, the videos, um, the, the text messages, everything. It was. I, I, I think probably from the club's point of view, um, it was an eye-opening um, the potential of what can be done in the modern world. We're coming back to the modern yeah, world. You've, you've, yeah, we've, yeah. You know, we spoke yeah. about... Um, the role that you're in now. There is a, there is a new world of social media. It's a reality. Um, we've seen some stuff online. I don't know to what level you want to talk about um, the potential um, dissolution of the MSC, Mickey. Um, is it something you want to mention here? I don't mind. I mean, uh, you know, uh, to be fair, it, it, it's... Mill Supporters Club for listeners. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's, a, you know, something where um, I've been questioning what they've done for a while. Um, not as in, in, in personal attacks. It's more about, look, you know, the fans expect you to be doing something. You're in the modern world. And you need to be doing it. And the trouble is, is that the more you sit back and, and 
and not really be focused and not really be engaging and all that, it's going to pass you by. And the problem is, is that it needs to change, but you can't change by going, well, OK, this time next year we'll be better. You need to look at, well, in three months' time we're going to be better and come up with plans to sit there and do. Same as with our campaign, yeah. when we've done the campaign. We knew that if we had a camp- if we had done the same thing that we were doing on day one for six months a year in, we would, yeah. have, we would have got nowhere. Yeah. So we had to keep looking. We come up with, I mean, plenty of nights, conversations, late yeah, night, texting, designing... You know, plans of attack yeah. of what yeah. way we're going to do, and if that isn't working, then we'll have a plan B, a plan C, and we and we were coming up with so many different stuff and all of that lot. Um, and I think that's what you know. The new members what have come onto it have given it a breath of fresh air. They've given it some new. They're more in tune with the way we. With the, well, yeah, we've got I mean, they're not. I think it's just they understand that things need. You know, like the overseas. I mean. Well, yeah. we've got a lot, and I mean a really, really large number of overseas yeah. support. Yeah, we do. Tapping so into that is a key, isn't so, it? So, so you've got that to look into. You've got, you know, what do you do with a current fan base here? How do you react with them? How do you engage with them? It's all about, you know, ideally it would be great to just have a fan group or has some way of making, making itself funding, make some money, and then start providing possibly free coaches or really cheap subsidised coaches to get people away. I mean, I think we're taking maybe two or three coaches to Sunderland. OK, it's mm. a really long way to be stuck yeah, with a coach. It is, yeah. But wouldn't it be great to take ten coaches, yeah. everybody on a free yeah. coach, yeah. up to thinking, OK, yeah. it cost you a few grand. But yeah. wouldn't it be great to sit there and have that to go, right, these are the key games we're away. Rather than you having to pay £100 on a thingy, we support you. We, we really value your support. Yeah come and have a free coach or you do you go by coach you buy so many you get a free one or whatever it is there's loads of ideas around it you know look we looked at and again you know it's you know it's not really highly publicised we looked at putting a football special on I basically spoke to the club and asked the club to look at a football special for Nottingham Forest on the way okay. home yeah, yeah, yeah. we looked at it mate the money was unbelievable right um and I mean, really, we're talking thirty odd grand, nearly, right? right? Wow. And wow. if it was if it was cheaper, I mean, they give me a, a, a figure where if it was up to, then pretty much the MSC and the club would look at it mm. and go, "We split it between us. We get rid of the tickets and we and we try and recoup and we do. As long as we break even, then it's fine. We look at breaking even, that's fine. But when the figure come back and it's right, it's this much. Plus you need to do this. Plus you need to do that. Plus this. Plus that." It was suddenly put the figure up, and you can't yeah. justify that. I no, mean, no, no, you know, no. but they weren't giving us the numbers of how many we people were going to be on it. Then you've got to look at actually how many people are actually going to get on the train, yeah. how many people are going to buy it, what price you're going to do. Because if you suddenly turn around and you don't have the right number of people what are going to get on it, yeah. and you're suddenly charging people 40, 50, 60 quid for a ticket on a train, there's no point. No, no, so no. Again, you want to do something like that where it's a minimal spend so that people want to come on it yeah. and then go forward. But we looked at it, there's lots of stuff we look at, yeah. but. You can't always jump and out, jump out and start chatting about it. But no, always. If it's an option where I can sit there and look at it, then we look at it. it it's it's always it's always there. So for you, I mean, obviously, fan on the board is a is a, is a role that um, you know you've been six months in, as we as we've said now. Um, for you, really, what you're looking for is, is a, a kind of a formal group or a, a grouping like you had with AMS as, as, as a way forwards for the future? Do you need? Does it need to be a constitution and committee-based thing? Know, I don't, see, the trouble is with constitution, committees, all of that lot, it's very, very 
old-fashioned. It, People die death when you say yeah, it. I, I die death even saying it to you now. You know. It, you know, it's like, right, okay, yeah, you've got 22 people on a committee or whatever it is, yeah. you, you know, you can have this vote for that and that vote for that. To me, look at it more as in maybe run it like, a, I don't know, like a school governor or, or run it more like political parties do as mm. such, where they have one head and then people underneath. Um, yeah. I mean... I've been cracking on for ages. Okay, look, they're not everyone's cup of tea. Mill and Line, mm. Hoff. It's yeah. not everyone's cup of tea, right? Mm. Hoff is Hoff. Mill and Line is their own on. personalities. They have their own, but they are still fan groups Absolutely. in their own in their Absolutely. own entity. Absolutely. So at the board meeting last week, I basically put them forward and said, you know, whatever's going forward, mm. you know, wherever it sits, if I'm here and we've got fan groups, I want these to be recognised as fan fan platforms. Obviously, the MSC or whatever's going to be taken over from it if they do dissolve it, which is going to be a ball ache. But if, if, if there's a solution mm. where can we work with the MSC to go forward, not in its current form in a slight change, then great. That will always be the official. The AMS isn't, isn't ever going to be the no. official because it's, more, it's built itself now into being a campaigning group. Yeah. It's more of a campaign. It needs to sit aside from the club yeah. and be able to hug. Well, it needs to do things at the club or anything official. If it, needs, if the club do something mad, then it needs yeah. to sit there and come into the club, then it yeah. needs to do that. Yeah. But then again, on the same level, that's what a, a vibrant, engaging fan base and a, and a fan group, an official mm. fan group, will do because you're sitting under the club's name, but you're not in the club's pocket. No, no. So you've got to be able to question when things aren't, aren't right and go, well, actually, look, you're not doing this right, so we need to do that. So that's why I said, look, you know, say, for instance, say this four. So say f at this moment in time, mm. say four. So you've got Mill Online, yeah. you've got Hoff, yeah. which are... House of Fun, for anyone who not know what Hoff is. Approved, maybe Website. not. We're not looking to change any of them. We're just saying they're valid things. So if you mm. do something where you want fans' interaction, mm. then you've got to put some on there... Because there's a lot of fans who look at that, yeah. what might not look at Twitter or might not look at on Facebook or whatever. So you've got to sit there and look across it. You know, you, you know, we already look at Twitter, you already look at Facebook, you already look at Instagram, etc., etc. They're 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 platforms that are out there. Mm. But Hoff and Mill Online, mm. or Hoff and, and you know, Mill Online, mm. being recognised as fan platforms, mm. I think is a massive step forward. We're not looking to suddenly go. Right, you need this. No. You need to do this. You're not looking to get involved in them to sit there and make them change anything. In fact. You know what? It's We're not looking to talk to them. We're not looking to suddenly give them an accreditation or anything. It's a regular else. theme. I keep saying it's almost like recognising the modern world. We are in 2017 yeah, now. Yeah, We're yeah. not. We're not stuck in. No. 2002, when the MSC was first formed, um, I, I have a lot of time for a lot of the people on the MSC. They're, they're, they're good, decent Millwall fans. I just think there's a sense that the world has moved along a little bit. Mickey, would that be your your assessment? That, and that yeah. you need new ways of, yeah, of reaching think, out. Yeah, I think it's you know a lot of a lot of things have moved forward. It's not necessarily now about paying for everything. It's about, you know, using stuff with, with advertising and whatnot to generate money back. Um, make money to make more money. Yeah, and I approach. think that's, yeah, I think that's, you know, fan group needs to be looked at. I mean, you look at, you look at you know, Southend stuff, which has been said in the meetings. Mm. Um, Southend make probably about 50 grand a year mm. in revenue, mm. okay? Out of that, they put about 20, 25 grand back into the club yeah. by sponsoring the youth teams. Yeah, various initiatives. And so, you know... That would be great to suddenly sponsor the youth teams with your name across them when they're playing yeah. out and winning stuff and all that. To sit there and go support when you're going to support, you're actually feeling that yeah. there's a you know, there's an involvement to it. Yeah. Um, 
you, you produced a, f a few um, sweatshirts and t-shirts for the um, for the, um, the army, uh, yeah, no, the, the, the army supported by Mill yeah, yeah, yeah. um, supporters with, with a lion logo and that as, as a kind of uh, the, the tagline. That logo's great. It's so. sponsored by Millwall. MSC's yeah. in the bottom corner. It's a charity it's thing for the, the for the, um, uh, the Woolwich Woolwich Barracks. Yeah, isn't it's, it? it's about look, you know, contrary to what people say about the MSC and that lot, and, and okay, you know what. I, I'm, I'm maybe not their greatest supporter. Um, I joined it to try and change it. I didn't necessarily do a lot. And then obviously, you know what, I got the fan on the board position um, and I'm trying to change, you know, the whole perspective and everything else with the way it's going. But the MSC's got a job. It's there. It's been there. It is a fan mm. group. It can do so much more. Yeah, right. It's just sometimes, rather than keep throwing money out to people, which is great, Charlie, fantastic... The Army Boys, Fisher, yeah. etc., etc. Maybe look at sometimes doing closer. So you look at the travel, look at, I don't know, look at doing things for fans who can't necessarily go. The prime example of what hasn't happened, which I'm now focused heavily on doing, is we don't have a dis disabled supporters group. No, I'm done. We have, no, we have no. well over 100 supporters who are disabled registered, we're and we're standing in the space. We're just sitting in the, yeah, we're actually standing in the disabled area at the moment, so, and notices yeah. on the back of the seat so, saying, please don't stand up. Yeah. So why can't we have a disabled group? Yeah. You know, 8, 10, have a little, have formed their little committee, they can have meetings and I'll help, you know, facilitate all of that at the well, club. Well, they've got specific needs, different to, to, I can't sit there. to you and me, you know. No, I can't sit I mean, you know, um, Lee Evans and, and a couple of others I've been speaking to, have all got valid points, like, when they're here, mm. they need a drink. Yeah. Okay, they can't have beer as such because they're no. out here, but no. they need a drink. So why can't we have a buddy system? Yeah. Or guys who are coming and they come with their carer, but their carer's at work, so yeah. they might get here earlier. Why can't they be a system where they can get in yeah. and then their carer can get in afterwards? Yeah, yeah. Because, or do we have someone who can help some of them up the stairs? Or do we have a lift yeah. to get them up the Basic stairs? And stuff. Stuff. It's, it's, but stuff what me and you don't know. No, it's don't like, know. I mean, one of them, what, what Lee Evans said... Um, and afternoon, Lee. If, if it is yeah, he's going to be listening. Can't um, I, Lee? He's, uh, he said, "Why don't I go to the school? Yeah. Why don't I go to Wilderton Road School right. and ask them if we can hire their car park? How much it would cost to hire their car park on a match day, so that disabled people yeah. can park in and there? A parking zone nearby. Park yeah. in there, yeah. and then they come because not all of them get here. Because obviously, right. it's now football rules that there's a 45 minute. You can't come into the ground in a car 45 minutes because yeah. of the world we live in, yeah. and that's across all football stadiums. Yeah. Yeah. So." There, they could get there 10 minutes, 15 minutes, whatever it is before the game. They can park in there. We can have a steward on there. Look at how much they want to do. Most schools want money. As long as it's not silly money, yeah. then it's, even if you sit there to say, well, so actually, look, you know, it's going to charge. We're, we're going to charge you £5 a, a car or whatever it is. It's great initiative. Something. What goes, yeah. His idea... And you're going to benefit the school. I've just got to sit there and try and put it into place. So all these ideas, I, I'm not the BND, same as with when we've done the aim, I'm not the be-end and end-all of ideas, no. right? Anyone can think of an idea, we've got to put it in the process. So that idea is a great process, mm. we've just got to figure out how we can sit there and put it in. We might not be able to do it instantly, we might, it might take a few months, but we can sit there and look at it and go, actually, yeah, look at it as a viable option, and then until it becomes non-viable, then move forward and look at the next one, and then see where we go. You know, there's loads of estates around there. I mean, I'm getting fed up with all these people getting parking tickets on Surrey Canal Road. Mm. You know, I think that's just a liberty, probably a bit of bitterness through um, Lewisham and whatnot. For doing huge it. egos at Lewisham Council, maybe. Yeah, there's um, not a lot you can do about it. I mean, you know, apart from putting, you know, maybe security down there or whatever, there's not, not a lot you could do about it. But if you can find somewhere to go, I mean, where I used to live, right up the road, 
that's all free parking up there, mate. People can park there, and you literally walk down the bike road, and you come across to the station. So it's yeah. only a five, ten minute walk from just off Rolls Road. Yeah. So there's access up there. Maybe it's looking at rather than you parking on here, yeah. right next to the ground. Maybe you park a bit further out on a couple of the estates around local, yeah. um, where you could probably park and not get a ticket. Um, any, 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 I mean, you go, you go away from home, you see places that are advertising parking for a five or ten or whatever it might be. Um, we, we get none of that around here, do we? So anything that moves down that direction is good. I want to talk about the fans panel, Mickey. Um, that's, that's now a group of fans that you've, you've, you've um, brought in to look and, and review potential bands, form the structure of, um, of a, a grid of... Um, you know, potential punishments for uh, yep. potential incidents. Well, I think the problem with what we had before is that what was always talked about is that you could go do an offence today and you'll get, say, I don't know, say, for instance, they throw the book at you, you get a 12-month ban or, a, yeah. a, a, you know, an 18-month ban. I could go do the same offence and I might get a three-month ban. That's no consistency. There wasn't. So what I said, you know, what I wanted to do, and, and from the moment I started, there was a couple of things what I was, you know, quite strong on when I started, is that there has to be a uniform approach you know so for instance if you step over the line yeah. you get this so it's like when you drive a car yeah. if you speed you get three points yeah. you know you get three points so if you still do it you, take you know medicine. what it is yeah, yeah you know what it is yeah. so on that same level it's got to be well you know what if I do this I'm going to get this if I do that I'm going to get that so so there is it, it, it's still in the process it's still coming so it's still process it's still coming um, it's still being dealt with um but so far, it's good, you know. Fans got on the case with... Um, it's also there's a level of appeal if, if someone um, yeah. receives a club uh, yeah. imposed. It can't, it can't interfere in the workings of the law, but it can um, review club-imposed um, penalties and almost give a second opinion as to whether... Yeah, I mean, the first appeal is obviously the club, and then yeah. obviously, depending where it goes from there, they look at it. And, I mean, I think, as you know, being on the panel, there was a couple recently where the club... Yeah. Re-evaluated what in, had happened in the fans' favour. In yeah. the fans' favour, to a degree, yeah. you know, they had anti-social behaviour orders, um, but that still means that they can come back. Yeah. You know, if they then make a mistake on the back of that, yeah. they've agreed already that yeah. they, they they go away for a bit. But it's that, but the biggest thing we had is that you have people on long-term bans yeah. with no option of ever coming back. Yeah. And you know, we were talking earlier when we first started. Twenty-five years ago, this was built. Yeah. Right. How me and you were 25 years ago to how we are now... Different person. Different person. Absolutely. So to me, someone who probably got a life ban five, ten years ago, yeah. or ten years ago, is probably a different one now because they've probably got kids, they've probably calmed right down. Yeah. They're, they're, they're probably well, up, you, Some of the older boys are about the worst, mate. <laughs> no, that's it, that's it. But they're different people. So no, you're right, realistically, you're right. they can come back. Why can't they come back? They've got to be a process which, which is coming in of where we sit there and look at it and go, right... You, you had a ban from 89 for life. You've yeah. not been back or 90, whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah. Let's look at it. Let's yeah. look at see what's what. Let's speak to you. Let's see how we take you. We'll take you on a face value. You look okay, right? Yeah, okay. We might have to put a form in place to make you sign up to say, look, you know, you're not... Yeah. Some, some Six months, 12 months' time. As long as you've done nothing, that gets thrown yeah. away. No, I, I, yeah. And then you're there, you're sitting there buying your season ticket. Maybe, okay, the first bit you, you get a part season ticket or whatever it is or you only get a membership, or whatever it is, there's something there what we're still finalising now, but there's something there to sit back and go. I mean, you know, you know some of the stuff what we're talking about. There's large numbers of people on lifetime bands. What are going to have a... Sh there's going to be a, 
a light at the end of the tunnel for yeah, a huge yeah, majority. Yeah. And I want to go through them. And once we've done them, I want to go to the difference, to, to the ones on there what possibly at first look right, well, we're, their, their bands are slightly, they've not been on them that long, we need to look at them. If it's not a police ban mm. and there's no real reason, yeah. review it, then yeah. review it yeah, and get them back. Because then all of a sudden you've got a couple of hundred people coming back. Yeah. That couple of hundred people, if they all bring two people each yeah. to suddenly come back, that's big numbers. Absolutely. Our attendance is already up this season, but it would be nice to put it up even higher. Achtung, Mehlball. I've got a sense, I mean, obviously we've had the fight with the CPO and, and all, all of that. I've got a sense the club as a whole is moving in the right direction, Mickey. Would you, would you agree with that? I mean, I, I, yeah, I think, um, I think Steve Kavanagh. Um, There's a breath of fresh air, mate. Definitely. It? I think Billy, Billy Taylor. Billy. Um, Lovely bloke. And again, Billy, yeah. What? Just talking to Veronica out there. Yeah, Veronica. We? Yeah, Veronica. You know? Again, you know, Veronica Stewart, the new commercial. Yeah. But you take, take, you know, Steve is great at what he does. Yeah. Right. But Billy is like the unsung hero. Oh. Billy, yeah. Yeah. mate. If you see something bad in the press and people have, they've been forwarding to me, they've been forwarding to him, and then anyone who forwards to me, not him, I forward to him and say, look, look at this. We're holding them to task. Yeah. We're going after Which people. never used to happen. And we're going, why are you printing crap about us? Yeah. It's not right. It's like Birmingham. When yeah. Birmingham come down, every paper was Millwall, Birmingham, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, London Bridge. Yeah. We weren't there. No. It was Chelsea. Yeah. Chelsea, Birmingham, yeah. kicking off at London Bridge, nothing to do with us. But we start fighting it and going, why are you doing this? We weren't there. Even the police know we weren't there. It's a slow process, but unless you pick people up, then, you know, misreporting goes on. Yeah, but you've got to be careful as well, because what you don't want is to go too far one way and sanitise the whole club. No. Because that's not what Millwall's about. Well, that's the great fear. And one of the points I wanted to ask you about was that great fear that exists. It's empty today, but you ask most, most Millwall fans, that there's one thing they love, one thing that binds us all together is that... Um, that kind of unified, um, you know, it's a, it's, a, it's a politically incorrect place, and that's what we, you know what? we, we, we all yeah. love that, don't yeah. we? Do you know what? I, um, the humour. Yeah. I had a, um, a meeting a few weeks ago with two of the directors. Um, it was just really a, a, a catch-up and, you know, sort of a question and answer, really. Ask me what I want, what I'm after, and ask them the same thing. And both of these guys are older than me, and they've been at Millwall for a long time. And both of them have supported Millwall since they were eight, nine, ten years old. Yeah, yeah. And they say, oh, Millwall's changed. No. Millwall is all about the passion. Yeah. The working class. The rough humour of the terraces. The, the you know, working yeah. class area, deprived area, everything about it is, is Millwall. But there's a line. Yeah. And what we've got to get to is that we can create a cauldron, we can create a fortress, we can create a, a real hostile environment, mm. but we walk that line. And we can stand on that line all yeah. day long. Yeah. But remember that if you cross over it, then it's suddenly consequences will come. You know, like what happened at Wembley. Yeah, OK, people went on the pitch and all that lot. You're not meant to go on the pitch, right? I'm not getting no, I was just looking at the notices down there, yeah, cross that line there, yeah, yeah, yeah. and there's a penalty. I'm not, you know, I'm not getting on to the, you know... Yeah. My personal views or whatnot, the, 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 is neither here nor there. The, the official rule, mm. as in stated in football yeah. law, is in, yeah, yeah, yeah. is in the well, FA it's law and all that. It's 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 you can't go on it, right? Act. So you know, you go on it, you don't go on it, you don't go on it, no. and that's the problem. When you do, it suddenly causes problems. What we've had all this year with, you know, are they going to make us do this? Are they going to make us do that? All of that, and you can take it apart and go, oh yeah, well they're doing this, they're doing that. You know, they don't like us, they don't. Know. 
the end of the day, if we hadn't done it, mm. we wouldn't have it. No, and that's the, no, you know, no, regardless no, of the no. rights or wrongs about it, it's the same as speeding. If you speed, you know that you're going to get hundred pound fine and yeah. three points. Same as if you're on the telephone, you know you're going to get six points, two hundred pound fine, whatever it is. So, if you don't do it, you don't have that risk. Well, it's always been the best approach in my life. I think, I, yeah, I think it's. Uh, <laughs> don't think don't it's, do it. You don't get the penalty. No. Um, yeah, I mean the sanitisation. I mean, obviously, it's, it's a regular. You can't sanitise I would struggle to think how you could sanitise this how place. How are you going to do it? You can't. Well, it's sanitised now because there's no one in here. Yeah. This is probably the most sanitised place the groundsman. Place the listeners, listeners here can cut in the grass out there. You know, on a, on, a, on a Saturday afternoon when this is full, this is a formidable place to be. Walking out there is a formidable place to be. And you know what? Playing 90 minutes in that oh, would absolutely do my nothing. Because... It's just, I don't know. And to change any of that, Madness. if they wanted to sanitise it, would I resign and walk away and fight it? Of course I would. There's What's no been your, your high point and your low point so far, Mick? Have you got any highs and lows that you want to share with, with listeners? Do you know what? One of the highs is stuff that's going to be coming out shortly, within the next um, few weeks, to be fair, is um, unfortunately uh, Anthony Murphy, the guy who, um, who had a heart attack here, over just the, over yeah, on this side. Yeah, yeah. Um, and the medical staff, what got involved um, and, and, you know, kept him alive and, and, and got into hospital and unfortunately passed away later on. So, you know, rest his soul. But the fans, mm. and again, people forget what's happened, but the fans put collection. They wanted a collection. They'd North done a collection. Yeah, right? They'd done a collection. Yeah, yeah. What's happened to it? Well... In a few weeks' time, you're going to find out what's happened. The equipment what we've brought is going to make us second only to Wembley in the football stadiums in the UK. We're going to have material, we're going to have equipment here. First aid equipment. First aid equipment that basically should it if, happen again? If we have someone who has a heart attack or whatever, yeah, or has heart yeah, pains, yeah. we can do pretty much a triage operation. What they do at the hospital right. to decide whether or not there's actually they are having a heart attack. Right. Or they just need a bit of medicine to make them better, and if they are, we can now get them with an ambulance straight to you the hospital. Golden where... seconds yeah, yeah, yeah. to play with, you know. You know, more more bags. So there's more bags. There's a 12 lead ECG machine. I mean, I only know bits and pieces because the medical team are over the moon with it. But all that money what was raised gone for that. has gone to buy equipment. What pretty much for little old Millwall yeah. to suddenly be keep competing in the medical stakes with. The likes of Wembley yeah. makes us a big player. And absolutely, you know, absolutely. Back to the day where, where afterwards we were getting moaned out, going, "Oh, you know, you don't have defibrillators." All that we got, we got the most defibrillators in any football club in the league. We've got one in every stand, and etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. It's just again social media the way it's suddenly rumours and everything else. But no, that's that's a high. I mean, any you low know, points money, you want to share or the, any low points? Or? I don't know the low points. What's the low points? Um, Should have done the other way around. Really low points, isn't it? High points, you not Nottingham Forest was a low. I mean, I don't see the point. We fought really hard to try and change that kickoff. Yeah. Um, and move to uh, a kickoff. You know, the first game of the season, you want as many people there as possible, mm. and it make it easy for people to get to and from the game. Yeah. We fought tirelessly to to get our overturn, to, to get to our Tuesday. And and yeah. yeah, it was it was hard work, and 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 for nothing. Cardiff, we did. Cardiff, we managed to sit there and keep the time. Bristol, mm. I think it was Bristol City Bristol as City well. Away, yeah. They wanted to change the kickoff time. We managed yeah. to. Steve's on fire, mate. Steve yeah. won't have it. Steve's mm. like, give us the evidence. What you got to change it? Otherwise, I'm not changing it. I don't think he's on the FA's Christmas card list. No, I don't think he is. Um, you know, I, 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 
And I think it's what we need. We, our fans don't run from anything. The CPO no. fight showed no. it. Our no. fans do not run from anything. We will stand there even if, even if it's you know an entire national army standing in front of us. Yeah. We're standing there with eight, ten of us, yeah. and we won't back we'll down. Go, really and we'll have a go. You know what? Yeah. If we get hurt, we get hurt. But we'll yeah. stand our ground. Yeah. And then any fight we do, we do it. And I think now what we've got is we've got a CEO in the club who understands us right. and will stand it. I mean, don't get me wrong. At the moment, he's fucking, I keep calling him, you know, you're being a legend status in quick succession. I said, but don't worry. Millwall tradition is that you won't be there for long. You'll suddenly be up there and then you'll be down. I'm tumbling down. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and you know what? He understands that. He's not there to be, you know, the best thing is. But at the moment, what he's doing for the club is moving everything forward and challenging everything and saying, you've been like this for years. Yeah. Move forward. Yeah. You know, every department has had the same questions thrown at them, you know, what can you do to change to make it better? What's this? What's that? He was, him and Veronica, or Veronica definitely, was instrumental in bringing in pints back. Because, yeah. again, it's yeah. a question where I said, you know, they don't like the bottles. What can we do? Also, the fact that a lot of bottles were going on the pitch. Get back. It's a half-decent lager. Yeah. It's a decent... Te- drunk, you know, I've worse yeah, in my it's time. Right. It, you know, it's from Carlsberg. But we are the first football stadium in the UK outside of Europe to have it in the stadium. Before we close, we ought to mention Veronica's... Um, mission to try and exploit the den on the, the non-23 match days per annum. Um, she, she was talking about, um, there's, a, there's, a, there's a strange combination, this, there's, there's, there's an exhibition on there or something, a, a trade convention or something she mentioned. She, and, she has, she and a wake. Yeah. wake. <laughs> See, look, Millwall's there for funerals, wakes, weddings, um, weddings bar misters, <laughs> um, you know, any ceremony you want. Work-related <laughs> exhibitions, um, conferences, etc., etc., etc. It's a great venue. There's loads of it. Look here, at the car mate. park. Yeah, I mean, we've still got the yeah, car yeah, park yeah, at the moment. Yeah, yeah, at the moment um, yeah. Let's use it while we've got it, listeners. Um, if you if you are in in business, this is a venue. Um, you can use it for conferences. You can use it for all sorts. Um, and Veronica asked me to mention that. And as I, as I'm slightly in fear of Veronica, I will uh, certainly include that on the show. Achtung, Milbal. Thing. Obviously, there is a, an EGM, um, which is an extraordinary general the, the, meeting. On the it's on the 28th. Yeah. Um, it's, yeah, it's here. It's at Harry's Bar. Possibly it might be moved, but it's at Harry's Bar unless, obviously, we get inundated with numbers. Yeah. But it's your chance to have your say yep. on the fan group. and It's your uh, MSC, isn't it? Yeah, and a lot of people moan and groan and say, well, you know, it's not for me. Don't do this, don't do that. Well, it's the same as what people say about the elections and all that yeah. lot. If you don't turn up and get involved, then it's not yours. No. You can't then start moaning about it if you're not there. If you don't vote, you get council of And there's, you know, there's normally <laughs> beer there, so you'll be all right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you don't vote, Paul <laughs> Mansfield, you're going to end up running the MSC. That's yeah. what you get. Um, well, that's a good point. But, you know, it's, it's turn a up, point. listen to the points, listen to what's gone on, um, and then, you know, it, it, it's there. Hopefully people will read the article that's in the Southwark News. I've got some programme notes going in the in the programme for the whole. Um, email me if there's anything you want to know. I'm fairly straight up and honest, I think. Um, and I've not hidden from my views. No. Um, but it's not on a personal attack on, on the MSC people. You want something positive to come out I just want something what's there, like the AMS, yeah. but in an official capacity, what can provide travel, provide engagement, look after the fans. You've got the panel what sits there, what could yeah. be sitting on side of it and bring in, so that then... We've done all the outer bits on the outside. It's just that core now what needs to be done. And it can be done. It just needs to sit there and, and you know, a few people to understand that 
it's actually for the benefit, not anything personal against them. That's and, and, and that's it really, move forward. 28th of November, 7pm, yep. meeting in Harry's Park at Den. Yep. If you can make it, it'll be wonderful to see you along Yeah, now. definitely, definitely. Big thank you to Mickey Sims for sparing me an hour. No, plus. that's all right, mate. Um, access all areas, walked along the players' tunnel, standing in the disabled area of the lower, uh, west lower. Fantastic. Um, big thank you to Mickey. And um, Arriva Dirty Millwall. That's it. Thank you very much, Nick. Thank you. You've been listening to Octoon Millwall, the CBL Magazine podcast. That's the Millwall News this week, and we are out of here. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Confidence starts with loving who you are. And when your skin feels nourished and glows on the outside, you naturally radiate confidence from the inside. Give your skin a glow up with Osea's clinically proven Mega Moisture Duo. This ultra-hydrating body care features two of Osea's bestsellers, Andaria Algae Body Oil and Andaria Collagen Body Lotion. These seaweed-powered heroes use skincare-level ingredients normally reserved for your face for results you can see and confidence you can feel. Osea has been making clean, clinically proven seaweed-infused face and body care products for over 28 years. This luxurious skincare is vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Glow from the inside out. Get 10% off your first order with code GLOW at oseamalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A-Malibu.com, code GLOW.